Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Field Notes brand, U.S.-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May in Chicago. That's 400 North May Street. Not Maine, like I almost say every time. May, M-A-Y, like the month. Like the month. See you there. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Your email is bad and you should feel bad about it. I feel really bad about it. You're you're meant to. (laughs) Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hello, everybody. We are here, and we are here to talk about internet etiquette again. However, specifically, uh, wait, wait. We named this about emails, but the first part is nothing to do with emails. It's just a phrase I like. I just like telling people their emails are bad, and I kind of slipped it in there as like a little gift to myself. Sounds good. Well, your tweets are also bad, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, they are. So There's no such thing as a good tweet. Let's <laughs> just get that out of the way right now. <laughs> so, so this week we're talking about some uh, internet behavior... That was bad. So bad that you have to spell behavior the British way with a U. The U. Behavior are. <laughs> That's the one. So, I have a troll friend. Not in an offensive way, but close? Question mark. This person is deeply ingrained in the primarily online friend group at this point, and I really don't want to deal with the fallout that may happen from blocking him on Twitter. But I, all caps, need some space. Advice? All right, we're going to break this down into some parts. Let's chop this up and then throw it in the frying pan and cook <laughs> up some friendship advice. I thought you were going to say chop this up and then feed this question to the pigs. <laughs> and then hide the remainder from the police. <laughs> Part one. What is a troll friend? I have a troll friend. Not in an offensive way, but close? Question mark. What the goddamn hell does that mean, Trin? I just feel like... A troll necessarily is offensive, but there are a lot of different things that this can mean. There are a lot of different shades of troll at this point. Fifty Shades of Troll (laughs) with Jen Bain. Jen, let's go through. What what could this mean? Jesus Christ. Okay. So my thought was not not an offensive way, but close. So this just meant to me not in a blatantly offensive way. So this person probably isn't using slurs. They're probably not an egg on Twitter because there's like no mistaking that. But maybe they're just a troll in disguise. Like they're a troll wearing a human mask. <laughs> do you do you think they have an anime Twitter avatar? It's mm, it's it's a possibility. I think they're in the arena of having an egg or anime avatar. You know, it's funny because I feel like anime avatars, like those are either the worst people or, or the, the best. best people. I know. <laughs> there's no in between with I, anime avatars. Such a good point. Like you got you got two extremes there. Like my friends yeah. that ha- that like anime on my timeline, the best people on the Twitter. Best. Yeah, yeah. And all I wanted my timeline is filled with people like that. But then if you get like a random a rando messaging you with anime avatar, it's kind of like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a variety of troll like behaviors that even a normal person could exhibit, such as explaining people's jokes to them. Or tweeting at celebrities, like, weird stuff all the time. All the time. Not just, like, it's my birthday. Can I have a shout out? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or John Boyega, you are very talented and your face is good. Or, okay, a little sidebar here. If you ever need a laugh, 
go to Idris Elba's Twitter and just read the replies to his like, <laughs> oh my God, Trent. Is it all just daddy? It's like, I can't even. Can we read a few? Yeah, let's do it. Why, why, why am I being such a tease? Let's just read some. This next part, if you are a young listener, I don't, I think you should put your fingers in your ears and hum loudly. I'm so excited. He, wait, wait, he released a single? He did? What? It's called Make It Bump. Here we go. Go for it, Jen. Perfection, Daddy. James Bond. Are you trying to kill me? Punish my pussy. Oh, God. (laughs) Aw, shit. (laughs) How are you, handsome? (laughs) I need a cold shower. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. X, X, X. Hold on, let me find some more. Okay, one moment. Oh, here we go. Um, Hello there, lover. Is man for real? Five question marks. (laughs) Serious look there, wink face. What I would do to you, Mr. Elba. Five X's. Woof, what a beefcake. (laughs) That one was for me. (laughs) Loving this look. Oh, we. Wink face, tongue face. Homeboy cut. Love you. Sexy. Waiting for you to be James Bond. If not, I will write your own super spy script of your own. You look odd. (laughs) But in a good way. Crying face, crying face, crying face. Tongue out face, tongue out face, tongue out face. Here's my final one. Grind, grind, keep grinding. (laughs) That's like a command. Just don't stop. Did he meant to text that to her? (laughs) Your instructions, Mr. Bond. So those are examples of really good internet behavior. (laughs) Again, a variety of different offensive behaviors one could take. I imagine, so the first thing I pictured when I read this question was somebody, a joke explainer, or somebody who, well, actually is. Or is like really, I thought of someone who's just like disagreeable, consistently disagreeable. Like always, always adding with opinions maybe this person uses twitter and they just a piss in everyone's cheerios yeah cheerio pissers are all all over the internet yeah i don't i don't need that here's the thing about the troll thing if this person is consistently just going out of their way to be unkind or aggravating or annoying to people even if it's a small way if they're making their pastime making other people's lives more difficult then that person sucks like, the, if you get your kicks by being dicks, ooh, you're the worst. <laughs> yeah. And, God, who the f- who has time for that in their lives right now? I don't know. Especially with this per- current political climate. So, Jen, you were mentioning earlier that it might not be a basic lack of empathy as I interpreted this. But perhaps it was something else that turned this person troll. Yeah, it could just be they don't know etiquette. They, they've never been taught their ignorance. It's, uh, I don't like making excuses for people, but I do like examining the reason why people act a certain way. And don't get me wrong, they could just be terrible, and you could just be like downplaying how offensive and terrible they are. Like, if they're a fucking Nazi, this episode yeah. is not for you. No. You, you got, and you're friends with someone who is a Nazi. If you're friends with somebody on the internet who's a Nazi, and you're afraid to block them because of the fallout, then not only is that person bad, but all of your friends are bad, and so are you. Yeah, and you, you need to get some serious help and... I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah. No. Okay. So let me say that in a better way. Uh, You are being the bad guy here. 
like, here's the thing. Have you watched any movies in the past 50 years? The Nazis are the bad guys. Yeah, where have you been? Did you not watch any Captain America? Uh, Harry Potter. Uh... Raiders of the Lost Ark. Nazis are bad. Nazis are bad. They're bad. Where have you been? Where are you now? Just capital B bad. Yeah. So we're going to, because this person is like, oh, not in an offensive way, but close. We're assuming that this person is not a Nazi. Yeah, we're assuming they have bad internet behavior that's really grating. Right, right, right. But I figured that this person was like, like this troll person, was just given positive feedback from 4chan as a young teen and just hasn't broken free of the fact that like, oh, this is not how cool people behave. Yeah, they have they have positive feelings about acting a certain way on the internet and they don't care or they're not aware of how it affects other people. And I want you to know that these are the kinds of people that will train the AI to kill us and they will do it for the lulls. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, Trin. Literally, this is what will happen. Scared straight with Trin. This is what they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna be like, hey, Siri. Oh, my Siri turned on. Oh, <laughs> Ask Siri a question. Hey, Siri. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Oh, it's a man. Oh, yeah. Brit- uh, my Siri is a British man, Siri, who calls me my friend because I put Cute. I changed my name to my friend in my phone. So we're friends. That's adorable. He sounds cute. But so, like, Sorry, I missed that. oh, you're so cute. Okay, go away, Alistair. But, like, this is the kind of people that will go to their Siri and be like, hey, Siri, how about I do these nasty things to you? And then the AIs learn that humans are bad. Oh, God. And that then they so will kill sad. us. Yeah, deservedly oh. so. So, we've examined what kind of troll they can be, why they are this troll person. Um, mute them. Mute them. Mute them. Mute. 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 Mute Exercise the mute feature. It's there for a reason. Mute. And I I don't understand why people don't mute more. I don't get it either. Trin, I really don't get it. Jen, so just to set the scene here, Jen and I are staring into each other's eyes insistently. Mute. Mute. Oh, my God. I've muted so many people on Twitter. Yeah. And I say that without shame. I mean... I'm glad people don't know that I muted them, but I would still stand by my decision to do that. So here's the beautiful thing about mute. So this person's ats will still appear in your mentions. So if you're directly involved in a conversation, you'll be alerted. So it's not like you're never going to hear from them ever again. Yeah. Uh, but they won't show up in your timeline. And they won't know that you muted them. We should probably examine why people feel bad about muting. I've had someone say before that it felt passive aggressive. I actually think it's not that. I I would say it's neither passive nor aggressive. Yeah, I think you're taking an action to silence the conversation that you don't want to take part in. That seems very mature to me. Actively neutral. You're Mm -hmm. saying, no, thank you. Here's why people might feel bad about muting people. One, they think they'll be found out. No, you won't be found out. Two, you think you're being rude. No, 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 you're not being rude. Man, I stopped worrying about being rude online so long ago. Yeah, uh, maybe you think you're infringing upon their right to be heard. You're not. There's so many places. That's not censorship. There's so many places they can be an ass online if they want. Nobody has the right to be heard. They have the right to speak without being censored by specifically the government. Yeah. Yeah. No one actually knows what the First Amendment means, but it means that. Trend. It means literally that. Yeah. The protection from government. Yeah. Or maybe uh, another reason you feel bad about muting someone. You feel like you owe someone a debate or your time, or an argument, or you feel like you need to stick up for 
you don't need to do that. No. Your time and energy are precious resources. They are limited natural resources that will be plundered by corporations and evil people if you don't protect them. The world needs your best self and it needs you need to put your energy where it really counts. And I don't think this troll deserves the best deserves you. Yeah. Is that really what, like where you want to put your time and your energy into like solving this problem or really figuring out why this person sucks? I say nay. I say nay. Nay. I mean, if you really want to dig into this, you could DM the person and like get into it. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't think that's worth your time. And Trina and I so often say give people, give people a chance. You know, do the work in your friendships. I'm not saying that this time i'm kind of taking a hard no bullshit stance well i think it's also because it appears that this person the asker only knows the troll uh, really online right and their friend group is primarily online uh it seems like they've got their twitter click which i think most people have like their their twitter squad which Mm -hmm. is fine um your twitter squad doesn't need to know that you muted this person and they will never know unless you tell them you know how Trin and I always say people editorialize themselves online? They put the best version of themselves or the most interesting or the most honest or whatever. They editorialize. And that's life. Everyone does that. It's normal. This person has also editorialized their and edited their their internet behavior to be a, someone who sucks. They decided this is what they wanted people to think of them. They had the opportunity to not send the tweet or to not type the thing or to... Not urgently press send on that thing that was rude or weird, but they they do it consistently anyway. I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. The other thing is that, like, you can mute them and then unmute them at some point. Yeah. You could, you know, this isn't permanent. You're not shutting them out forever. You're taking a break. Yeah. I have a friend who's um, extremely negative about American politics, which I also feel, but I don't feel like hearing about it right now. So I've temporarily muted him until I can handle him again. Yeah, I mean, someone was posting gross medical pictures on my timeline the other day, and I was like, no, I don't want to look at this. No, thank you. Yeah, you're my friend, and you're, like, updating your people with, like, medical information, but what the fuck? No, I don't want to look at that. I can't blood. Oh, really? I don't. Well, I mean, I can in real life, but, like, if it's on a picture or, like, in a movie, like, it's like the imaginary blood is way worse. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so interesting. Isn't that weird? But so I can't handle pictures of blood. I would also mute them. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't blood. It was just like, why am I describing it? Seriously. It was stitches. Oh. I just don't really want to see it. Blood actually doesn't bother me, but I don't want to be surprised with it when I'm like scrolling or when I'm eating lunch. Surprise Surprise blood. Surprise blood. It's like why I don't eat dinner when I'm watching a violent TV show. I just don't want to associate the two together. So in conclusion, it doesn't really matter why this person is a troll. It doesn't. If you are wasting your time by having them clog up your feed, if they make you feel negative feelings whenever you read their tweets, then mute them. And you can you can do that. You don't have to tell people that you muted this person. Uh, and also, if you mute them, they'll still show up in your in your uh, mentions. So you won't be cut out of conversations with your deeply ingrained friend group. But also, please assess if this person is a bad person and if your friends are putting up with this person maybe this is a conversation to have with your other friends yeah true that and then i will say once you start muting it's so much easier to mute people in the future oh, i'm yeah. just like oh yeah Mm-mm. mute mute no mm, uh, uh, no it's like mute. getting i don't want no 
It's like getting your first tattoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so true. It's like now what else can I tattoo on myself? Oh. <laughs> I have all this power now. All right. Question two. Question two. I'm a public-ish person. I get lots of requests for my time and attention, and that's fine. But I struggle with friends who email intro me to people without asking. I can't give my consulting or attention to everyone's sister or friend, no matter how great they are. How do I ask friends to stop without sounding like a diva? Oh my God, Trin, this is a question about how to do email, and that is extremely my thing. Emails with Jen. (laughs) Ding! Jen is incredible with emails. If you've ever received any level of emotional email from me, Jen has probably read it first and edited it. If I sent out an email to more than three people at a time, Jen has seen that email first. That's really sweet. But I will say that editing and being the third person in this situation is way easier than being the person writing the email, which is why instead of writing my own emails, I want to write yours. <laughs> can I, can I, can that be a job? Well, I guess I kind of do that for my job, but like even people I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just I, tell me the situation and I'll lay it out for you via email. I've considered um, opening PayPal to be like, pay me $25 to write your apology email for you. That is so good. <laughs> you should be like, pay me $25 to write your uh, stop doing this yeah. email. Get paid for your emotional labor 2017. I'm all about it. So, Jen, I would love for you to just break down the components of what this response looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... First, let's define what an email introduction is. Um, That is when someone does an email between like a group or two people and it's like, hey, so-and-so, meet Trin. Trin, meet so-and-so. You guys should do friendship at each other. Or so-and-so has a project that you could really help with, Trin. Or Trin, you know a lot about this. Basically, you're, you're doing, instead of introducing people in real life, you're introducing them via email. Maybe their email is private or not shared or not very public or that kind of thing. Uh, But yeah, that's what an email introduction is. And I love this question because it's how to get your way via email because this person does not want more email introductions. Um, So this person needs to communicate and communicate in a way that is kind but also makes their voice heard. And it is so much easier for me to do that via writing than in person. So let's get into this. Let's get into this. So I'm just going to be your backup singer and dancer while you go. That's amazing. So please, please interrupt me, though. Well, I'm going to be like your, your like, Lil John. I'll be like, yeah! <laughs> Lil Trin. <laughs> so this is what you do. Next time you receive an introduction email, you take a step back and you begin to email that friend directly. Take care of this right away. But also, Trin, don't what? do it if you're... <laughs> Don't do it if you're angry. Give yourself time. Have a drink of water. Go for a walk around your house. Pet your cat. You should take care of this right away, but don't do it, Trin. What? (laughs) Sorry, still being little John. You're really good at that. Am I? Thank you. Yeah. I was going to be like, I practiced, but that's not true. I did not do that. You should not. I don't know how we've had like four years of friendship, but I've never heard you do the little John voice. Like you've been holding out on me. I'm going to stop that now before the joke gets old. Okay. Just save a couple for me at the end. I will. Okay. Um, So you should email your friend directly, but don't do it right away. Like, for the love of God, everyone listening to this, please follow the 20-minute rule. I love that. If you're angry and 
maybe you don't even realize what anger feels like to you. Anger is when you're clenching your little fists, when your blood <laughs> is pumping, when you're having a negative emotion, when you are typing urgently, like. If that's what you're. Oh, I just ruined my notes. Whoops. That's okay. Okay. If if that's if your instinct is to open up your email and start typing urgently and frantically and you're furious and you're spitting and your face is red, that's an angry email and you probably shouldn't send it. I like the uh, make make it an even thirty minutes even because it's like that's the same as like a don't don't swim thirty minutes after eating. Yeah. Don't email thirty minutes after emotions. After a strong emotion. Right. Seriously. Inside of your Seriously, face. would you do that if you were? It's kind of like sending an email while you're drunk. Like you're mm. not the best possible version of that email is not going to come out when you have a fog of anger surrounding you. It's just not going to happen. Okay, so. Wow, I really believe in that so much so that I like need a thirty minute cooldown. <laughs> Do you want, should we like have a like a thirty second calming imagery? Yeah. Okay. Do some ASMR at me. Um, okay. I don't. I've never seen. ASMR, and I'm not totally sure what it is, but I'm going to do the thing that I assume ASMR is, which is very calm imagery. Mm. You're on the beach, and the waves are lapping at the shore. The trout are jumping out of the water. Oh, is this a beach or a river? It's it, it's fine. Okay. It's just there's water, and the skies are clear and blue and red and uh, it's sunset, oh. and it's the stars are shining. So it's twilight. The stars are coming out. Okay. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> what would you say the temperature is? About twenty degrees Celsius. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're loopy as hell. I know. Okay, okay, wait, hold on. So, can you, Jen? Now yes. that we're we're away from the beach. Okay. And uh, we're writing the email. Yeah. What does that email? sound like it sounds like you're back at the beach <laughs> <laughs> no no here's what you do you email your friend directly after you've taken 30 minutes at the beach and listen to listen to trin's voice on loop and you say hi name a friend i've got a favor to ask of you in the future can you give me a heads up and let me know before you send an email introduction with someone i don't know here is why you know, you gotta, you gotta give your reasoning. Yeah, you do. Because people respond well to reasoning. Reasonable people want reasons. Like, you don't want to give them a long explanation. Yeah. But you want to give them a little something. Give them a little something. Here's what you say. I want to help you out, but I'm worried that I won't be able to do justice to this project or this idea or this person or whatever it is. I need to limit my communication right now, and I would feel awful if I dropped the ball on your friend or your sister or whoever. Or you can also say, my inbox is super backlogged right now, and I've already dropped the ball. Or, I'm behind on a lot of my own projects, and I'd feel like an ass if I didn't give your friend the time they really deserve. Any reasonable person will be fine with this. Yeah, I agree. Anyone who understands that what an email introduction is should understand this basic etiquette, too. Okay, and here's the follow-up. Here's the important part. When your friend follows this rule that you've put in place, you need to be honest about your time. Like, when they ask you, is it okay if I do an email introduction with so-and-so, you need to say, I love to chat with them, but now is not a good time. Or, they seem great. Uh, here are some resources I can point them to. I don't have time for an in-person meeting right now, but blah, 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 blah. My calendar opens up next year. This is the really hard part, honestly. Yeah. I, I really like the idea of having some resources available. Like, I assume that this person has some common questions. Like, how do I run my Kickstarter? Or, uh, That's such a good one. 
Honestly, yeah, that like that's that one's really common. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. Or if they're an expert on video production, what what resources do you use? What's your favorite? What's your desktop look like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, you might be able to put a how to guide for your FAQs. And I know that you're trying not to sound like a diva, but I think that acknowledging what your power is in your field and that you have something to give your community is a good and healthy thing. Oh, that was so good, Trin. Yeah, yeah. You should put together a document, like a doc or an FAQ or something that addresses a lot of things people ask you. So let's say they ask you, like, how how can I run a successful Kickstarter campaign? Well, there's like a million ways to answer that, and that is a terrible email to receive. It just is. Because yeah. there's, like, I don't know anything. I want to help you, but I don't know how. So what literally ask yourself what resources do you use are there articles that you like are there campaigns you really responded to get those in a link put like put a little email stock email together and get ready to share that thing around it is not diva or it's not like recycling an old answer to share your knowledge in the same way over and over again I actually think that's like doing a little bit of homework and then sharing it with the class and I want to congratulate this asker on recognizing that so they didn't say I don't want to be a diva or I feel like such a diva. They said, I want to not sound like a diva. Oh. So that means that they know that protecting their time and their energy is something that is not selfish or ridiculous to do, which is really, really good. And everyone should do that. Um, but so few people, I think, realize that that's a priority. Right. I don't want to sound like a diva. So in that case, when you're writing this email to your friend or when you're writing an email to someone that's you know reached out to you, Write the email that you would want to receive if you were emailing one of your heroes or someone you admire in your industry or whatever. And that'll do a really good job of acknowledging them, making them feel heard, but also protecting your time. It is possible to do all of those things via email. Yeah. You know, it's not about your ego. And it's not even about the person that you're being introduced to. It's about the laws of space and time. <laughs> you can't break the laws of physics. There's only one you. You don't have a TARDIS. You don't have a time turner. You're not Hermione. Yeah, and it didn't even work for Hermione. Yeah, and you're not Hermione. If it didn't work for Hermione, it's not going to work for you. Or anyone else. Yeah. For that matter. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so I think, is that it? That was it. Great. We have nothing more to add. Other than <laughs> we have that. nothing more to yeah. offer our audience. Yeah. Uh, so this is friendshiping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to uh, ask us a question, I'm not even going to make it gross this time. Just go to ask.fm/dofriendship and send us your question. And feel free to make it more than one part. Uh, by the way, I know some people try and cram their entire question into like one of the of the um, inserts. Fields? The fields? fields? Is that what they're called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a short field, but feel free to like do like one of three or whatever, and we'll, we'll get it. Um, and then you can follow us on Twitter at Do Friendship. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast anywhere where podcasts are sold. <laughs> oh, and also, now it's time to remind you. Oh, I know what this is about this time. <laughs> on February 11th, it is Maximum Fun Day, 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 day at Talia Hall in Chicago. Uh, if you are in Chicago and you like podcasts and or you like us, uh, feel free to buy a ticket to go to this Maximum Fun thing. There'll be live podcasting and good times. Trin's going to do like 10 minutes of stand-up. I'm oh. going to... Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to... Do a do a couple bring a couple of talents <laughs> to Talia Hall. Anything could happen. I'll I'll bring my my magic set. Ooh. Do some magic tricks. Yeah. What will likely happen is we'll do our podcast live and take some questions from the audience. But 
Honestly, anything. Anything can happen. It's a maximum fun day. So we want to bring that fun to the maximum. Thank you for listening. <laughs> You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the problem.